welcome to Co-op Mode, round 129. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra from beautiful Savage, Minnesota, where we barely have a little bit of snow on the ground, but not much. Uh, joined by Mark the Canardian Caribbean. How are you doing, bud? I am great. No snow here either. Uh, I apologize, though, if the wind is ridiculous. It's trying to blow my door off the hinges. Uh, it's it's crazy today. So uh, no no snow, but tons of wind and rain. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. It's that time of the year. It's so festive. The the wind and the rain. Um, <laughs> we are joined tonight by a man who has not been back on this podcast in almost four years. That's Mr. Matthew Keel. Matt, how are you doing, man? I have been sitting in this seat waiting to come back on this show. <laughs> it's like uh, that skit on you know, SNL. Uh, uh, the uh, bed sores are you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're Lindsay Buckingham, man. We, always, no, oh, we don't have country parents. tonight. <laughs> no, I feel, I feel like if I were Lindsay Buckingham, at least I'd have me, Mick Fleetwood going, hey, you'll make some money if you join us on Fleetwood Mac. So, yeah, just come know, back, please. Just come back, <laughs> write a couple of bangers, and we can, we can break up again. It's fine. Um, hey, I'm great. How are you guys? I have a kid now. That's, That's new. right. That's right. <laughs> uh, you've yeah. been married since. So you've been married, uh, yes. and you have a kid. I, those are yes. those are a couple of big things. I, yeah. I I have a new life now, and and apparently, what used to be my podcast space has turned into an actual basement, despite being a basement before. But, I mean, you know. you've got the classic podcaster background. You got a baby crib. I mean, yeah. uh, you've got well, like, that's a, a ba- that's a yeah. that's a bassinet. Okay, um, there's the old car seat base right there. Yeah, uh, found on the curb, coffee table with books that uh, I have Don Quixote. That's mine, but like that's the a nice looking coffee table though, man. It's yeah, like found it on the curb. Was free in Philadelphia. Who knew? Um, <laughs> And yeah, this is essentially uh, storage now because you guys know when you have a child, all of a sudden your place just fills with stuff and you don't know where all the space went. Um, But yeah, uh, the Game Awards happened. I'm excited to talk about it with you guys. Yeah, a lot of things have happened in the last two weeks since Mark and I recorded. Um, And that's probably the best way to do our transition. So Mark, before we get into it, how is this show made possible? This show is made possible through the power of the internet and through our friends over at Patreon. Uh, Our Patreon supporters are amazing. You can join them and see all the amazing cool stuff that we do over there Uh, for a free day, seven, a free seven day trial words or things uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash secret friends unite and join people like our friends with benefits tier Corey and HD, John Sadorf, the Phoenix sisters cosplay, Brennan Myers and Asian Sith mistress or our BFF tier, Sean Stella and Henry Nias and the incredible Missy merchant. Uh, again, seven day free trial, head over to patreon.com slash secret friends unite. Yes, and as a reminder, uh, Patreons get all of our episodes ad-free from our mainline shows, but they also get a lot of great content. Uh, I just recorded uh, a great episode of Spinnerack with Charlie all about the thing called Clobberin' Time. So check that out. If you're on a trial, check us out. And you know, you like it, stick around like Asian Sith Mistress. She just, she just 
converted. So hopefully uh, she'll stick yeah. around and, and check out more of this. But you also get these episodes ad-free as a patron. So check out our RSS through Patreon, and you get that there. You have one more BFF, I'm just saying. What? You're welcome. <laughs> oh, Matt, thank you so much. <laughs> Matt Keel, thank you so awesome. much. Well, Matt, so <laughs> what we do uh, when we get a new Patreon is we have to give you a unique benefit. One of those benefits is we assign you a video. You get one from every show we do. But on this oh, okay. show, you get assigned Man. a power-up by Mark and I. Oh, jeez. Um, it can be a monkey's paw, though, because sometimes it can be a useful trait in real life, or maybe it can just be applied to video games. So um, apply it as it may vary. So, okay. Mark, I know this is on the spot. We didn't have time to think about this. So yeah. No, I got if, one. Locked and you loaded. Got one ready for to go. All yep. right. Instantly ready to go. Uh, awesome. Matt can henceforth, because I know how crazy it is being a, a, a new dad and having a little one who's, especially once they start to learn to crawl and they can get into some shenanigans, online gaming becomes an issue because unless they're passed out of sleep, and even sometimes when they're passed out of sleep and shit goes sideways very quickly. You need a pause function, but not just any pause function, an ultimate pause function. And that is being able to pause even online games. You can just pause anything, anywhere, and just be like, there's baby puking somewhere. No, no, no. We're pausing this match. Yeah, oh, man. I think That's I, I, it. you know what? That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> I cannot wait to walk upstairs and tell my wife, Mark said yeah. I can pause things now. So. Pause. <laughs> Honey, so I push the super pause. Button. I, I push, push the, the pause, pause button. button. Sleep for as long as you like. It'll be fine. That's it. <laughs> We're on pause. <laughs> super pause. That is the name of the game. Beautiful. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, Mark, uh, Matt. I, I think I've got one for you. Uh, okay. So you mentioned about uh, you know being tired after work. You you work hard. I know what you do for a living and yeah. often is uh, draining and uh, yeah. but rewarding. Uh, and I'm going to say in video games and hopefully in life, this can apply. You get that extra 25% stamina added to your stamina bar. Oh, that's a good one. One extra that's dodge all, roll. Uh, extra <laughs> stamina and a pause. I, I'm a, I'm unstoppable now. Thank you. Thank you both. That's I right. appreciate being yeah. bequeathed these by illustrious individuals. Cheers. So, so Matt, when you listen to our other shows, you will also get uh, specific bonuses. So listen for those, and I hope you'll enjoy those. I will. So um, I've actually I've, – I've, when, I, um, when I received the invite, uh, I was like, I'm going to do it on the show and see how they react. <laughs> because, well, I mean, the Todd, you, 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 oh, oh, it was fantastic. You guys did great. Um, but also I'm, there have been, there have been so many things about your network where I'm like, I don't know what any of this means, but now that I'm a patron and can get it ad free, I'm going to try and learn because I, I like to learn things despite being having no energy and no pause button apparently but um but yeah so i'm excited to i'm excited to uh learn about everything you guys do 
Well, that's awesome. awesome. And and Matt, you, I had you as a guest on the the interview show. I don't do it very often, yes. but when I do it, it's it's always a lot of fun. It was basically uh, fan splaining. It was all about music. I yeah. love that episode. We have a hell of a good time. So, folks, okay. I would encourage you to if you are our Patreon member. I also put the Patreon episodes out every once in a while in our free stream, uh, where Matt and I just riff on. You know, I I. I peel his brain apart about music, anything mm-hmm. across the board. And we had a great time. We did. And I, I try, I'm, I'm trying not to be a snob about it. I really no, 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 no. That was like every time I said, I have horrible taste. No, no, you don't Todd. And that, that made me feel so much better regardless. Wait, of, no one has horrible taste. They have their taste. That's what it is. Like, you know, and I'm in, if I were still 15, I would probably say you had a horrible taste, but like, I've learned that, you only are exposed to whatever you're exposed to. No one knows everything inherently. No one knows what's good, what's bad until they, you know, step out of the step out. It's, it's like the opening of adventure of uh, opening of the legend of Zelda. You step out into the woods and you go see what you can get into. Sometimes you have a problem. Sometimes a stranger in a cave gives you a sword and says, it's dangerous to go alone or a mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's what we need. We need yeah. you as the the man in the cave giving out mixed. <laughs> I mean, it's dangerous to go alone. Take these. I tunes. mean, you know what? Now that you now that you're giving me an idea, but we'll save that conversation for later. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. Well, uh, Mark would be the first one to say, I don't think Todd always has great taste. And that's because of the next game we're about to play, and that's buy, rent, or return. Uh, sometimes I'm. I'm naughty. Sometimes I'm nice, just like the holidays. Uh, This week, though, I'm letting you gentlemen choose to be naughty or nice with buy, rent, return with holiday mascots. I was trying to figure out who I wanted to pick for the mascots. I went back and forth and I thought this is probably a good round robin of, you know, the usual favorites, plus uh, uh, something a little bit newer. And I picked Rudolph, the Grinch and Elf. Now, the first question when I told my family about this they said, which Grinch? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, which is the right yeah. question. That's the right question. Yeah. I'm yeah. leaving it up to the, 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 the person because the one I've got is Jim Carrey. But there's been an, uh, what, what do you call a uh, uh, Bandersnatch Cumberbun? Is that what you call him? He was an animated Grinch, the last version. You mean there was a DreamWorks film? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> was it? No, it was uh, it was an animated film. It was uh, CGI, um, and he was the lead. So Benedict Cumberbatch played the Grinch. You know, uh, I, I didn't. I this I was today years old when I learned about that, and I automatically think that's probably the best one. But <laughs> I never saw it, but it seemed Same. pretty good in the uh, trailers. Okay. Mark's still like I have to look that, that didn't up. happen. You just did the Mandela I, effect. I, I did. did. <laughs> I just yeah yeah I'm like I had it like I love the Grinch as a character I I, I haven't seen that one so I'm gonna have to look that one up. Gotcha. I love or the original, original anime several times, several times yeah with yeah. Boris yeah. Karloff and Chuck Jones and you know Elf you know modern than Rudolph the uh, uh, ba- uh, Rankin Bass version I believe. Yes, that's the primary mm-hmm. one. I don't have another one, um, but there we go. And uh, with that, uh, and fun fact, all three of these characters have music in common. There's an elf musical. Obviously, mm-hmm. Rudolph has, has music in it as well. And, you know, the, the famous Grinch song. So with that, gentlemen, um, I will start with our guest. Matt, would you buy, rent, and return which ones? So when I was a kid, 
I absolutely adored Rudolph. I thought he was adorable. I thought I thought a story. Was, I thought that particular story was really good. Um, I my wife is Jewish, so she wasn't exposed to a lot of Christmas stuff, and she's let me sort of like say, "Hey, this is the stuff that I liked when I was a kid. Would you be interested?" And I got to share that with her, and both of us walked out, came away from Rudolph going, man, that was some bullshit. So R- <laughs> Rudolph, Rudolph can get returned. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to knock the childhood joy of the song or anything like that, but that film sucks. Um, I will, I will rent elf and I will buy the Grinch because the Grinch is. I'll say this, the, the, the animated Grinch from what is it? The sixties or the seventies, the Dr. Seuss Grinch. It's late sixties, I believe. So that's essential watching essential holiday watching IMO. Um, I actually like the Jim Carrey Grinch. I didn't like it at first. Like the first time I saw it, I'm like, but also I was probably, you know, nostalgia colored goggles. We're like, it's not the one that I know. So it's not the one that I want, but coming, coming to it, you know, later you're like, Oh, wait a minute. This is actually kind of interesting. Uh, like when he's going through his schedule, like five 30 dinner, six solve world hunger, tell no one like that's hilarious. Yeah. And then, and then you can rent elf for the holidays because Will Ferrell absolutely nails that character so well. <laughs> and if, if, if that, if the enthusiasm that elf has for life, isn't somewhat infectious during the holidays, uh, check your pulse. Just yeah. saying. Here, here. I saw another uh, great clip from the Grinch of the thing, like the Jim Carrey version when he, he pulls the uh, tablecloth off the table, all mm-hmm. the stuff was supposed to fall over, right. but it didn't. Like he yeah. actually did the trick properly. Mm-hmm. So then he kind of walks off frame for a second and then comes back in and just messes everything up and flips yeah. the table. Yeah. Yeah. Completely ad-libbed on the spot. Mm-hmm. 100%. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Flawless Good victory, stuff. IMO. Yeah. <clears throat> the yeah. few movies I saw on Thanksgiving Day, I saw The Grinch. Rarely go to see a movie on that day, but I did. Mm. Not sure why, yes. but loved it. All right, so, Mark. I'm I'm similarly going to return Rudolph without even uh, a moment's hesitation for this one. It's it's fine when you're a kid, but it doesn't really hold up like to the other the extent of the other two. Like it's not, you know, like yeah, just it it's it's fine for kids, but like no real adult appeal, right? Like it's just a regular kind of kids show. It's fine. I mean, the best use um, of that IP is in Robot Chicken when they're talking about how the abominable <laughs> snowman, you know, a, a, a condom of cocaine bursts in his intestines. And he, like, <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah, it there's a lot of great parodies. Uh, the MTV exactly. uh, Mad, Mad TV did Raging Rudolph, where it was like yeah. Raging Bull. Yeah, like, <laughs> great. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff to to like about it, but yeah, it doesn't like compared to these other two. Nah, yeah, return straight up. Okay. Um, I'm going to I'm going to rent the Grinch just to be different. Honestly, these two are a toss up for me, but like there's a there's a specific reason why I'm going to rent the Grinch, and that is because in my everyday life, all throughout the year. When I know who's calling me, I will regularly answer the phone one of two ways. And that is 
Mark's raccoon hats and eye patches. How can we help you? And the second one is Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Those are my two default. If you call me on the phone and I know your number or I see your contact come up, that's how I'm answering the phone. Um, So it doesn't matter the time of year, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color is coming out of my mouth. doesn't matter if I'm home, at work. I think I just want your phone number so I can call, hear that, hear that. And then <laughs> Which one up. is it? I'm like, yeah, like, I'm just like, oh, what's my, how's Mark answering today? Awesome. That's cool. <laughs> Let's go do some that's x-ray. Uh, <laughs> that, that is, um, <laughs> I'll give you my phone number. Go, go, go. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's do this. Um, How much is it to call Canada these days? <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. For that kind of serotonin, I don't do give it a shit. I hang up. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Um, so that's why. I, I have a, a stuffed Grinch plushie from when I was a kid that Finn now carries around. My son uh, carries around for, for the holidays and loves it. And uh, the Grinch has always been one of my favorite Christmas characters right up until he returns the presents to all those happy idiots. Um it's great. I'm just joking. Uh, no, I mean, let's be, no, let's be cynical. Point. They're going to be happy regardless because clearly they were. Yeah. I just uh, want to know what the people in Whoville are on because they should share. All the good things. Uh, but Elf, yeah, Elf is is so good. And Will Ferrell committed 100% of himself to being that goofy. And it's such mm-hmm. a great movie and such a great character. And um, yeah, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Um, I love it. Todd. The the real answer they are on who hash, as we know. So it's all it's all there for you to pick it. apart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, many, many levels with that Dr. Seuss. Who knew? Yeah. Um Didn't even yeah, Cindy Lou, who mm-hmm. knew. Uh, <laughs> yes. We could go all day. Um there we go. So you know what? You guys are hurting my heart about Rudolph because I was, and you know what? My family felt the same way. So you guys are all on the same page of just, you know, <laughs> your, your hearts I'm looking at right now at the telescope. They're all two sizes too small um, about Rudolph. Um, but I do love Rudolph. I can sing the songs. I can do, uh, uh, <laughs> I can do some of the voices, which I love. It's an abominable. Oh, no, I can't. Oh God, I'm throwing it off. I, 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 I made that act. Uh, you know, Hermie doesn't want to be a dentist. Uh, I mean, he, he it's like a bird in flight. I fucking love this. That was horrible. Uh, you know, I'll take it all back. Sorry. Uh, this is the uh, rest of the show, by the way. You have to yes. do voices. It's, I'm doing voices, the and they're going to be very horrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't ask me to do an accent because that'll go wrong and offend many people. Um, so I will say, um, I will also return Rudolph because it is. It, 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 it is for a younger crowd and there's nostalgia, yeah. but that nostalgia is pretty thin these days, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. Uh, uh, now I would say that the Grinch would probably be my, my rent because that's not a movie I can watch all the time where I feel like I need a break from it, but it's always fun to revisit just like yeah. the cartoon. Um, and, and I, I do enjoy the Grinch. I, I think that's one of Jim Carrey's best roles. Um, just, just, Love the movie. Also love the story that, you know, basically bringing, you know, someone's redemption tale. And we always love that. So that is. And quite honestly, I believe my sister was in tears because she thought she was so mad at the Grinch, you know, hurting the little dog uh, and being mean to the dog. So it it made her cry as a kid. So, you know, 
that's good yep. to you know have your older sister cry, which is good. Um, and then lastly, Elf. Um, great performance, great movie. It's timeless, and the movie taught me that narwhals do exist. I didn't think they were real. I thought they were a fantasy creature. Okay. Bye, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, I didn't hear about narwhals until I was in like my late 20s. I'd never heard of a narwhal. And I think it was, I think it was actually – actually, I might have been in my 30s. Never mind. Um, there was a, a video game that came out. We'll bring this back to the subject. Starwall? Of the show. Yeah, Starwall. I'm like – I'm like Starwall, and then someone said you're a narwhal. I'm like, what the hell's a narwhal? And then I looked up, like, <laughs> you mean these dolphin unicorns exist? Exactly. <laughs> this is not. This is not a Pokemon. What? <laughs> They're the platypus of the sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is a Pokemon. They're super crazy, like creatures. If you look up anything about narwhals, like there's reasons narwhals can't be caught in captivity is because their blood pressure is so low that when they get stressed out about anything because they live in such cold temperatures so their blood Mm -hmm. pressure is just ridiculously low so if they get stressed out about anything they basically just die so the second they see a human they're just like that's it for me goodbye uh honestly same (laughs) that's that's horrific why is not there a narwhal movie about that that'd be like a sad tale it's bad stuff yeah. So uh, don't don't mess with narwhals, people. But but look up and, and research some stuff about them because they're magical creatures. So yeah. so fun fact, actually, it's uh, so unicorns didn't go on the ark. They actually just went back to the sea, and that's how we have narwhals. Yeah. Science facts. Win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Survival. All of a sudden, unfinished. Bill Nye out of nowhere. Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to trust? Me or yeah. Bill Nye? Come on, guys. Yeah. yeah. The vein Science, in Neil deGrasse Tyson's no, I, I head just so. exploded. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, very good. We did get some comments from below. So, uh, Mark, I'll take the first one. You can take the last two because they're a little bit shorter. Uh, Schloss Ritter, our Patreon, says, Buy Rudolph the Living Nightlight Save on Electric Bill. So he's very practical. Rent Grinch, the likable scamp, discovers his redemption, but he won't be around forever if he's in his bad guy form. Interesting. Uh, Return Elf, just because I've never gotten around to watching it in the segments I've seen, don't seem that groundbreaking, uh, like how everyone says they are. Oh, that's interesting. It's like that hype that doesn't deliver because you've hmm. raised it to a bar that can't meet. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Right. So I'll take the next two. Uh, we got the Gaming Together podcast at Gaming Together Pod. Look them up on uh x i'm guessing you is where you, you stole these from yeah yep okay cool uh so they are going to buy grinch return rent elf and return rudolph very like similar reasonable mm-hmm. choices i'm sure uh and edward varnell at that retro code buying rudolph with no explanation uh yep uh renting grinch and returning elf i'm very curious if the explanations why are similar and mirror that of uh, of Slosh, but w- it, it, interesting choices there, fellas. That's, uh, Ed is always a conundrum. He is always yep. the one that's like, ah, Ed zigs when others zag. Yep. Yep. For sure. Well, very good. If you enjoyed this, wait another couple weeks. You'll get another one that I'm sure you're going to enjoy <laughs> and might break apart families. 
We'll see how that goes. Um, with that, we're talking about what we've been gaming. Uh, it's been kind of crazy because last time we podcasted, was it right after Thanksgiving, Mark, in the U.S.? Yes. Okay. So hopefully everybody's had a little bit of time to catch up on their gaming. Uh, Matt, what have you been gaming? So I have very little time to play games. I have very little time to learn a new game. However, however, I have been playing... I've been continuing my multi-year journey at this point through uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. And um, I'm now doing it on a third platform um, just because it's something I know. It's something I it's something I could just sit down and do. Uh, I love that game very much. And I Monster Hunter World sort of brought me into the series. And Monster Hunter Rise has made this a thing that'll forever be on my radar um also on my commute and my brief time before and after work i have a steam deck and i have been playing uh a sim game called two point campus Mm. um it is if we are all dads uh i don't know what the opinion of both you and mark is on dad jokes but two point two point campus is so pun filled that it just warms my heart just seeing those little characters yes. wander around. Um, you kind of have to search for it, but sometimes it's just it's just right on the face because on the campus I'm working on now uh, there there's night school, but it's not PM school. It's K N I G school. Yes. <laughs> uh, I need to get this. That's a switch, switch and PC, right? It's switch. It's everything. It's on everything. It's on everything. It's on everything. Yeah. Um, also, there's a there's a DLC that I cannot wait to engage with called cool called School Spirits, and it's ghosts. Ah. <laughs> so, now this is this is, this is, this is from the folks that made two point hospital a year or two ago, which I guess are some of the folks who were responsible for the theme hospital series way back when. Um, And just to, just to to dab this pun filled pastry with some more puns um, in theme hospital, people come in with light bulbs for heads because they are lightheaded. (laughs) And um, I don't remember. There were there were there was a reason people came in looking like uh, Freddie Mercury in the gold jacket, and but I I don't remember what that was. I kind of want to say it's being dramatic, but were they under pressure? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. But my my point is uh, not a hot blooded check it and see. Is there another yeah, like, like medical pun? Blood yeah. pressure under pressure. Blood under pressure. pressure like that. I don't remember what it was. But like the, when I saw that originally, I'm like, when I get a PC, I will I will play that. And then now that I I, I looked, I saw the two when I got my Steam Deck, and one of them was on sale. One of them wasn't. And also, I don't think uh, Two Point Hospital is as it's not deck verified, but it's playable. Um, so I started Two Point Campus, and it just it it's so good. Uh, despite being a sin game where you you're kind, of, you're kind of just spitting pots and holding them in the air, um, like a sim game, 
watching all of it ha- watching all of it happen the soundtrack is really good the the way that they do like school announcements it's very wry and almost like the uh, announcer in portal like they almost mm. always have a subtext to it that is very sarcastic and and it's it's very wonderful so i would recommend both of those things so I'm trying to envision in my mind because you know a hospital it runs you know those type of things. When a, with a with a university, is it like you're trying to do a whole school year? Is yeah. it you're trying to build a campus and build, expand you, so, it? Do so, you want to like a graduation rate? Do you want to like all of that happens? Okay. Um. So you build a campus. You are given one class to start at that campus. Like I think the first campus starts you with a, with a class called Scientography, which I think that's hilarious. <laughs> um, then there, then there, then you can, you can add a second class to that first one called virtual normality. Um, <clears throat> but you, you kind of want to, you, you hire staff. So you, uh, you hire teachers, you have to hire janitors, you have to hire assistants. Um, especially when, Things like you know the, the school library comes into play. Uh, you, you have like I'm in like the fourth campus, and that's still technically tutorial, but you're it's a very autonomous tutorial. Like it's showing like each time there's been a new aspect of this sim that has been added to it, and it's been so easy to take on, despite being a long ramp. I I felt like I've made progress with every campus that I've been to and i've gotten to three stars on every one that i've done not that it didn't take time it's not i'm not saying it's easy like you have to there are there are some things you have to figure out along the way and those change i think they change per run to i'm not it's not like a roguelike where if you fail you're just done um there are just all these things that being being sort of watched and they kind of want your attention um but you, you start with a class you hire a teacher um, depending on what the requirements to start that specific school year are for you. Like you could need a lecture hall. You could need something specific in the library for that class. So those students have access to it. Um, during the year, you'll get like, oh, a student needs a records bookcase for an assignment. So you need to make sure your, your library has it. Otherwise that kid might fail. Um, but also you have to try and keep your, your staff happy and your staff uh, could like from janitors to assistants to teachers could require different things to be happy. Now it's not like you're sitting there having to pull things out of thin air. There are, there are definitely ways to find that out and none of it is really as time consuming, especially since I spend maybe an hour in the morning or an hour on my commute home and I get, I, I make progress every time and it's very plausible. You could just like turn the steam deck off and, and you can come back to it. Might take a second for me to remember, especially in the morning because coffee needs time to take effect. But at the end of each year, you do like a little award ceremony. You see all of the students wandering around with little diplomas above their heads. And that makes you feel real good. Um, and yeah, the, the, this game is absolutely something special to me. I don't know if it's like a great sim game. But and I don't know that because I'm just not 
ingrained in that space. I saw a mm. sim game full of puns and I'm like, hmm, that's me. Uh, and tried it. And I'm having an absolute blast with it. I'm nice. about to, I'm about to start uh, the, the university with night school. So that's why. <laughs> so um, I think one of the university's uh, emphasis is cooking both savory and sweet. And that's, kind of fun to watch i just got done with building robots at one like it's 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 really it's it's kind of wild like if, are you, if i say ardman animation does that ring true for you guys you guys oh yeah the characters kind of look that way um so realism is not necessarily the name of the game but mm-hmm. uh it, it it'll it, you'll you will have a time and i'll bet you that time is more good than bad Matt, I looked it up, and so there are like three expansions. So you said yeah. School Spirits already. Mm-hmm. There's a medical school yes. and a space academy. Yeah. Which is, so it's got aliens, Mark. Ooh, I, 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 I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Sounds yeah. Sounds pretty good. It's nice. real fun. It's real very, fun. Very, very cool. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Very cool, Mark. Uh I see what you're going to talk about. I'm very curious about all this. Yeah. All right. Uh, so really the only thing I've been playing, I did, I dabbled back into rocket league, but that's because of something I'm about to talk about. So uh, that's really been, been all I've been really focusing on is Fortnite. So Fortnite, uh, the, the last time we talked about a, an upcoming event and that event has happened. It ended the OG season and we've got a new chapter, a new season, and a whole bunch of new stuff. This is almost feels like Fortnite 2.0. Like it feels very new, mm-hmm. very much expanded, very like a, a bigger scope kind of all over. So Fortnite, the new season is is a brand new island, uh, some new mechanics, some good, some bad. Uh, they kind of like nerfed the crawling speed and the, the running and walking speed. So the game kind of felt slower, but the, the storm moved quicker. So people, including myself, were like dying very quickly in the storm. But Epic, as they usually do, I've been listening to fans tweaking stuff and like putting out patches pretty quickly. And uh, the season will continue to improve. But at least, you know, as Fortnite does, they're trying some new shit that way and keeping things fresh. Not sure how I feel about the new island. There's some POVs that are really interesting. Some that I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of, it feels like too serious or something. Like they took away some of that like whimsy that was in the OG chapter, especially. So like going to something that's a little bit more like, I don't know, high end or something. There's, there's a weird feel to it, but I just have to like get my mind out of like, we're, we'll get OG back eventually. It's on the roadmap for 24. Um, So right now, just enjoy this. But if you're not into Battle Royale, if you've never been a Fortnite fan, it's still a great time to download it and see what it's all about because there are some crazy new modes added to Fortnite. It feels like Ready Player One at this point. It's ridiculous. So the first one I'm I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna like move backwards in uh, the order that I've played the most. So the first one is Fortnite Festival, which is the reason that they bought, um, so, who they buy? Um, Harmonix, uh, the, the rock band developers. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fortnite Festival is their music game and it's, it's inside Fortnite. It's just a different mode that you pick and you go <laughs> in and you're, 
Darth Vader with a, a guitar or, uh, you know, Batman on drums, whatever you want to be. And wow, you, can you do the, It'd be cool if you could do the, um, the meme, like you're cool, but you're not Freddie Mercury on the shoulders of Darth Vader. Cool. <laughs> that would be <laughs> that would be sweet. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some sort of emote in there that you can eventually get and they'll do sure. a Freddie Mercury crossover skin. Yeah. Um, for right now, it's uh, it's a pretty cool mode. They said that high priority on their roadmap is bringing in rock band instrument support. I don't know if they'll put out new instruments, if they're going to make compatibility with old ones. But that's missing. I hate this mode with a controller. Like, yeah. hate it. Absolutely hate it. I've dabbled a few times. I've tried a handful of songs. I just can't get into it with a controller, man. It's just there's something about it that my brain is like looking at a guitar thing coming down and looking at that guitar hero rock band style. Notes are coming at me, and I'm just like, give me my plastic instrument. This sucks. Um yeah. But like, it's it's cool to see all the characters. It's the the mode looks solid. Everything seems to play well. Is if you can get used to just pressing buttons, I'm sure it's a good time. I just like I just I wasn't feeling it with the the button pressing. Uh, I even tried to remap the buttons just to see if I could feel better about it, but something's just not clicking with me yet. It kind of reminds me of what was it? The, was there a DS Guitar Hero or a Rock Band game? Where, yeah, it, where it had like the little, like, it had like the, just the little hand so thing. Yeah, you, you did the yeah, but you're still kind of pressing them as they came down. Yeah. I don't know. There's something weird. My brain's not mapping correctly for this mode. There is another part of this mode called jam session, which I haven't tried out yet, but apparently is really really cool. People are asking why the tracks in this are costing like 500 V bucks, which is a little oh, under five okay. bucks, I guess. Yes. Um, so the it, it, the mode's free, completely free. And it, the, the track list rotates every single day. But if there's a song that you really, really like one day, you can buy it for five bucks and you can keep it or 500 V bucks or whatever it translates sure. to. Um, the reasoning behind it, I think why, how they can justify this, this kind of price for one individual track. Cause like rock band used to sell for like what? Two, two fifty, Yeah. Something like that. that. Yeah. Right. Something like that. Yeah. The program being behind this jam mode sounds insane. And I, again, haven't tested this out, but I read about it and it sounds ridiculous. So in jam mode, you can go up to someone and start playing, let's say, Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes and you start singing it. Someone mm -hmm. else can come up and start an instrumental part, but they can add a different song in and it will automatically change the key and tempo to match what the person's singing. So you could have bad guys instrumentals by Billie Eilish with the white stripes singing a different song and then get the, the drums coming in from another different song and have all of these songs kind of make this crazy mashup. I need to try this mode. I need some like friends to come and jam with me or possibly just join a lobby or something like that. But it sounds insane. So if that's the level of programming that they've done for every single effing song that they are adding to this game, that makes 500 it worth it sure. seems yeah. worth it. Yeah. Cause that yeah. seems like a crazy amount of programming. So Mark, I'm holding up something right now that harmonics did back in the day, a physical game called drop mix. Yep. That was it. That was at the first PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia that I went to, and I played it there, and it got real messy real freaking fast. <laughs> but That's exactly what it is, because you're basically – people are overlaying 
different parts of songs and things like that. And it was using like a tablet and you had like the cards. So mm-hmm. I can see where they're bringing that in um, to the mix to do that. Okay. And then there was that, there was that music game that came out, I want to say 2020, 2021. I don't remember what it's called, but it was like, a, it was like a successor to DJ hero where. Yeah. It was like a live with a crowd, right? It was yeah. like, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. uh, harmonics did that too. It was like a, one of their mm-hmm. experiments and I think it was before they got bought by. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, feel like this is just an extension of that. And that's really, I mean, that, that's fascinating, especially if they could find a way to program that for any song. Like you just named oh, yeah. three songs that you can think of for whatever reason. And yeah. all of a sudden they have a way to like beat match it. And hopefully it doesn't sound like a, a cacophony of pain but exactly. <clears throat> it's benny goodman and then it's <laughs> this and that <laughs> did you know that sing 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 syncs up with disturbs whatever song right off the bat exactly yeah. neither did we but hey this ai figured it out <laughs> and sudden... <laughs> perfect aqua yeah. you know never sounded better mark one question now I there's is... now there's omc's yeah. how bizarre from the 90s do you remember that do, 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 i don't either yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love those mashups, but uh, Mark, one question: Did you say they're singing? Like someone can sing using a mic, or no? No, no. Uh, so no, the 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 singing track is the exact same as any other track. You press the thing, and oh, the, the someone actual sings. person sings. Mm. If you miss a note, it just kind of goes. You might be able to Got hear. It. You might like get a boo. Echo. There's like an air or an. Uh. Yeah, it's it's almost like you know if if. If the song's going like, let's say it's a song by the weekend or something, and you don't hit the note, like you can kind of hear maybe the crowd singing, but like the weekend's vocals yeah. get dropped, uh, almost like there's a problem with the mic or like he forgot the words or something weird like that. And then you'll kind of pick it up for the next line if you hit the note. So yeah, you don't have to worry about like actually singing on pitch. So darn, because that's what I want. I want singing. <laughs> Because right. I want people yeah, to hear me and be like, yeah. who is that guy? You walked up to me and started playing Seven Age Army. You deserve this. Exactly. <laughs> we all have microphones in games these days, guys. What's the excuse? Yeah, exactly. I'm very curious to see how, if they are going to roll out like new plastic instruments for this, is it just all going to be guitars? Are they going to start to like, would they release a microphone with four buttons on it? Like, I'm, I'm really curious to see what their 24 roadmap Guitars. looks like. That's it. Like it's it's going to be an interesting kind of thing, and I don't want, get me so I'm, excited, Todd. <laughs> I'd love for this mode to take off, though. It's it it's promising. I just personally, my mind has not yet figured out like the right way to map it. I just I still like I'm looking at those Xbox 360 guitars over on my staircase, and I'm just like, <laughs> please hook up. And uh, it, it yeah. hasn't so far. So I got I still got my PS4 guitar. Yeah, it's right? Bluetooth, perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, that's the only reason yeah. I'm. I was so glad cool. when backwards compatibility was maintained. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I'm ready to work. But uh, until then, if someone's loving this mode again, and I have to try out jam mode, so there's there's a bunch of stuff that I haven't gotten to because I've been spending way too much time in the other two modes, which are rocket racing, which is why I've been going back to Rocket League because you're like some of the newer cars are actually going cross compatible. So I unlocked a car in uh, in Rocket League and it went over to Fortnite and vice versa. I unlocked some new tires in Fortnite and I just got added to my, my Rocket League account. So this is a super competent <clears throat> racing game inside Fortnite. It's crazy. I was uh, Bumblebee, the Transformer the other day and I was racing 
inside a car. So it was weird to put Bumblebee inside a race car, but it works for some reason. And uh, yeah, it's a super competent, really fun online racer. Like it's, That's it's cool. just really, really good. Like Rocket League is so solid. The driving, the mechanics, everything's great. And just take that and just put it into some really fun tracks. Um, I'm, I'm super hooked on it. Uh, there's no like power-ups aside from like boost pads and stuff, but there's a decent drifting mechanic that can really help you win or lose a race depending on how good you're, you are at drifting, how good you are. Like One of the big mechanics is sometimes there's different places that you can go on the track. So like there'll be a track above you and you have to kind of jump, press on Xbox, like the X button and up to flip up to the roof and go on there and there might be a couple of boost pads up there, maybe on the sidewall or whatever. Um, so all of those little tiny mechanics or like split second decisions can kind of help you win or lose a race. And it's, it's super addicting, super fun. There's a lot of like secret tunnels and stuff, just like the best Mario Kart stages of like, you know, little secret thing through a waterfall. And that gives you a couple of second heads, head boost uh, against Mm -hmm. anyone else. Um, and you save up your boost power so you can use three in a row if you want to, and just kind of zip past everyone. But you know, timing is everything. So it's, it's really, really competent racer. I, I, my biggest problem with this is the cost of the extra cars in all the races I've done so far. Very few people are using anything but the default skin because they're selling one vehicle with a few like extra paint jobs and decals and stuff for 4,000 V bucks, which would cost you somewhere close to about 40 bucks. What? Yeah. Bruh. I don't know why. It's ridiculous. There's some other ones that are selling for this cheaper price of 2,500, which is still close to 25 bucks if you're buying these V bucks. Crazy amounts for, for like cars. Yeah, they are cross compatible between this and Rocket League, but like, it's way too much for a car skin. I don't know. And it's, the price seems to be dictating that there's like nobody using them. So since they're cross compatible with Rocket League, is it safe to assume that possibly these cars are in Rocket League already and you can get them there? Because I'll bet you people might pay for them in Rocket League and bring them to I checked that. It's the same damn price. <laughs> what? But, but, see, but see, here's what – this is my point. Like – there, there are people in Rocket League who will want that stuff. They may not oh, bring yeah. it to Rocket Racing. Got it. It's exclusive in this. That's the only way you can get it. Yeah. So you got to get it this way. Because yeah. I mean, because Rocket League was a pay to pay game first. Then it went free yeah. to play. Epic bought them, and then there were people that already bought like uh, the Ghostbuster vehicle, yep. Ecto One, things like that. And I, I don't still know how have much Mandalorian. Those... So you know, well, and and I don't remember how much they cost back then. And I mean, as a pay game, you should expect them to be cheaper. But it was, it was like, when I went it was, free it to play, like 9.99 DLC, I think, okay. something like okay. that, yeah. ten bucks. Yeah, it was never that bad. It was never like yeah. forty bucks for one well, car. Was, that's insane. Mark, you always talk about Fortnite, and everybody says Fortnite does like all this content the best way. It's not like super egregious. It seems like it's affordable. Uh, you can always get through the things with the season pass pretty easily. You can actually mm-hmm. get a season pass by playing, um, or if you want a skin, it's not too bad. Um, yeah. I'm just curious they're doing this at launch that it's so expensive. Typically you like make it super like 
oh, it's super cheap now. And then you start seeing those costs increase as people get more engaged to the game. That's that's interesting. And that's it. Like the Fortnite skins are still reasonable. Like there's one in the shop last night. I haven't checked today, but like there was one in the shop yesterday for like 800 V bucks. A lot of the like promotion, like the star Wars skins or something like the more expensive ones, um, you know, they'll usually come in a bundle, but they'll be like anywhere from like a thousand, 1200 to maybe 2000, but they come with a bunch of shit, like a glider and a pickaxe back mm-hmm. pickaxe and a character or like a two character bundle for 2000 or something like that. Um, the most expensive Fortnite characters that like I've ever seen are like 2000 V bucks per character, little under 20 bucks. So for one vehicle to be double that for a new mode just seems ridiculous. I don't know. It seems crazy. And like I said, so far I've done a ton of these races and I've hardly seen anyone with any of the paid skins couple of people that you know i'm sure they're just like ah, money doesn't matter i'm gonna get this thing just to show off Mm -hmm. 99.9 of the people are using the free skins or they've gotten enough because there is one skin in the battle pass so if you get the battle Mm -hmm. pass for whatever it is 1500 or 1800 v bucks or whatever or included in part of your uh fortnite crew subscription um which i always get when there's um a new season because it pays for itself if you're yeah. buying everything. Um, so like if you have that, I'm going to get a skin when I reach whatever level 80 or some shit like that. So right now I'm at like 30 something. So I, I just really haven't been putting that much time, but like I know people that are levels ahead of me and they can get that car and then they'll be able to use that one too. Um, but I, I really hope they get the car thing figured out. Like if they can drop the price of those, this is a great mode, but it's a great mm-hmm. mode, just standard skins alone. So, I don't really care. Got it. Yeah. So I was going to bring up something, Mark, and I heard this. It intrigued me. You said decals. Decals. Uh, <laughs> it's a regional dialect thing. There's two different ways oh, of correct. I thought he said decos, like decorations, because and I've some been people playing Monster Hunter. It's like a, a joke about money. A dickel. Pay them yeah. in dickels. Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are, I, I've looked up that. It's uh, similar like uh, couch soda, pop soda. Mm-hmm. Um, or like couch sofa pop soda um, yeah that kind of thing pants so trousers decals, depending on where you are um, shoes yeah, I, I, I got called on that from someone I forgot what the, the person lived and they were like it's it's decals and I was like I don't know everyone always said decals um, anyway yeah sorry like- <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm sure people listening were like, what the fuck did you just say? Um, Pardon my French. Uh, Sorry, Henry. Um, Oh, that's French. It's French and uh, that's the French pronunciation of the word too. Mm, Yeah. Um, The last mode, super addicting, super cool, is Lego Fortnite. Uh, They have brought 1,200 Fortnite skins into the mix here and turn them into Lego versions. It is insane. Most of the Star Wars characters are there. Most of the Marvel characters are there. No DC, which I'm disappointed I can't run around like Batman, but uh, or Aquaman, Lego versions, whatever. Um, but like, it, it, absolutely insane. And it's basically a Minecraft survival mode. You collect resources, you survive the wilderness when it's dark out and rainy, you get cold. You have to stick to your campfire. You slowly build up like a little village square. I've got people moving into my little village square and it's not even really built up yet. I can't wait to play more of this mode. I've got some friends that have said they're going to try it. I was talking to them this morning 
and uh, and the like the friends that I've played Minecraft with. So like this mode seems like it's going to be the one to bring in new people. Mm-hmm. So far, like I don't Young think people or Rocket Racing are that just because of the the instruments not being a thing i think is keep going to keep people away from festival the pricing of vehicles i think is going to keep people away from rocket racing lego zero barrier to entry the characters you already have work the characters that you buy in the future are all going to work every single thing in the battle pass works in lego mode this time everything so like it's just built in compatibility it's free barrier entry. Download Fortnite right now for the first time, and you have entrance like entrance to this full mode. The map is like ridiculous, like a hundred times bigger than the Battle Royale map or some crazy crap like that. It needs it's, to be, though. It, I think, it, yeah, I think it definitely insane. needs to be for that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's insane. That's that's all I have to say. So if you're if you're looking to play, uh, hit me up because I want to put more time into this mode. Um, I've been I've been putting a lot into the racing mode just because I like racing games. But like, as soon as I, I I only fired Lego up the last couple of days, and I've only put maybe an hour combined into it, if that. But like, I'm already itching to go back, and like the other modes are very quickly going to be left behind because Lego just seems super addicting. When I saw that happening, I'm like, I'm like, this can't just be Lego Fortnite. And then it was, and I was like, they actually just did that? <laughs> kind of, but there's like, there's no battle royale. So right. far, I don't even I have mean, a gun. I, I, I crafted myself a sword and that's what I'm using to fight like wolves and spiders and shit that attacks me. Yeah. I think um, I was like, I, I was in a, I was in a, just a group chat and I'm, I'm sitting here like, oh, is this really just Lego Fortnite? I'm like, oh, it's Lego <laughs> Minecraft. That's what this is. And yep, then I'm like, that. Lego Fortnite, I'm like, they changed saves the world mode to Lego? Like, all right, fine. That sounds like a better yeah, idea. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like a better idea. I mean, Back to I, its original roots. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if saves saves the world still exists anymore, but it does. Um, yeah. Oh, it does? Okay, good. Yep. But yep. yeah, the, um, I, I think that's a wild idea. And I'll save a lot of this for later, but it's one of the things I have thought about <laughs> in terms of post game of awards thoughts mm. so it, yeah. it, it's just crazy that um you know when i heard lego lego was doing this partnering with with minecraft a billion dollars uh and all of these things i'm like okay what does that really mean and i'm like it means a lot because it essentially is the um uh, what's what's the, not the multiverse it's the um metaverse uh where metaverse, all the characters yeah. play and that's what lego does they play in all those worlds and the only reservation i i am worried about and this is more for charlie than me uh, is we haven't heard anything about a new like like base lego game are they done with that and it's like this is where their focus will be with lego because if it is that's kind of so. scary i hope it's not no i i think we'll still get like the wb proper lego games i think this is a long-term collaboration and I think, like, I don't think you'll see Lego put out this type of game. I think they're yeah, like a Lego. Like, what is it? Universe there's, there's was one of their Lego games. Lego survival they mode or anything like that. Like, but I, th- I think we'll still see like you know like Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga last year. Like, I, st- I, I still think we'll see those types of games. Like, you know, another Lego Batman game or a Lego Marvel game or something like that. But like, I think these games see, aren't that. I think you'll see those until one of them just does really poorly. 
Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. then they'll be like, okay, we're just focusing on this now. Yeah. So, because, so, because this game so far, like it's, it's not that right. Like you can talk to the characters and there's a ton of dialogue. You're not going to get, but it's not like they all have that storyline or like the specific, like, well, like I said, like there's no like DC characters or anything. So it's not like you're getting Batman coming in and be like, okay, we have to protect Gotham. Let's go over here and build a Batman. Or cave. build Gotham. Like that's, yeah. Right. Like that's not gonna, you know, it's so far not seeming like it's going to happen in this. There might be some themed things that you can build, but it's coming like just it's, like Minecraft yeah, does. It, it's not going to replace those story driven yeah. games. It's yeah. you build your own story. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I have downloaded all these cause I think you have to download them separately, but they're all within the Epic world. And you know, if you, no, get I, mean, I mean, if you download Fortnite, I think you get access to everything. Okay. I, I, I was separate. in the, the Epic app, the game and PC and it says download now. I'm oh, like, okay, on well, PC maybe. Yeah. 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 So, so I want to try them. I just want to try them, uh, see what it is. I will dip my foot in and try it, and I will probably say, "Yeah, that's cool." And moving on. Uh, that's a Todd. That's a Todd play. Uh, but uh, let's see, what have I been gaming? Uh, Super Mario RPG. Um, this is my first time playing this game, and it's a weird one because it's not on NSO. It's on the Super. Uh, it's on the Super Nintendo Mini or Classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, which is yeah. weird, because uh, now I don't know if you can even find that thing. But uh, I always wanted to try it. I heard it's a great RPG, like my first RPG. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love what they've done with it. It looks beautiful. It's fun to play. They've updated some of the things, make it where you can like save anywhere, essentially, which makes it very easy. Um, I, I've i heard so much about these characters, Mallow and Gino. I'm like what's with these guys and i've met mallow so far and he's okay kind of a a doofus doesn't not very strong unless you use like his power-up so but i mean the the fun about this game is it's just very okay (laughs) i will i will hold my horses but um the writing is very clever um it is uh, a really unique viewpoint. I like the the type of this is my type of turn based combat where it's uh, interactive. You have to time your attacks because you have jumps mm. or you do something else. Your dodges or your your um, blocks, which are nice. Um, so I enjoy those just like I enjoyed the South Park RPGs. Just really love mm-hmm. them, stripped down, fun. So I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, I've got to play more of it, but I think it's the perfect game for the Switch because it's not it's. It, there's no worrying about frame rate dropping or anything. Uh, And it's really cute. Uh, I really enjoy it. Um, I'm going to definitely play more of this game and I'm glad they're doing this. They're going to be bringing out what paper, uh, paper Mario is coming out. uh, Or is that the thousand year door? Thousand year door. Uh, That's coming out as well. So I'm glad people paper Mario is coming. Yeah. I think, I think that's the consensus on that one. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm (laughs) glad that, uh, I will get a chance to play that as well, just because um, while I had a GameCube, never played that game. Uh, I'm not sure why. So um, I'm glad that these are giving attention. Nintendo can dip, dig deep, and now these games will sell better than they ever have before. So kudos to you, Nintendo, for doing things like this that make these classics uh, more approachable to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I like what they've done. Uh, so check that out if you get a chance. Um, and then... This will lead into our discussion, so our our bonus round will all be about GTA 6, you know, the trailer, and then also the Game Awards, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, Good, the bad, and the Keeley? Is that a bad one? I don't know. We'll we'll see. (laughs) I I think that's the way. I think that's the way. I think that's the way. So 
Alan Wake 2 has been the game I've been putting most of my time in. Everything else has been put aside, essentially, at this point. Um, I am probably... I have 25, 20% left. And okay. this game is amazing on so many levels. I had to stop and show my son one of the last battles. Um, I assume it's one of the last battles. It's phenomenal because I didn't realize music was going to be such a big part of this game. And I'm so glad it is. Every chapter, you get a song. And it's wonderful. And I I've went to Spotify... I found the sound soundtracks, which is there's also, you know, some of the key ones which you're familiar with, but the other ones are just like, hey, I like this band. It's really cool. It's kind of like when you played rock band for the first time. You're like, yeah. hey, I've never heard that song before. That's awesome because mm-hmm. as you get older, you get kind of in like, unfortunately, you get into this like pattern of typically only listening to things that are in your wheelhouse or are in your mixes. So I like this. So I'm getting to hear probably a very Scandinavian <laughs> style of, of music influence because that's where the team from Remedy is. They're a bunch of uh, funky people. Uh, and uh, it's great. But one of the best experiences I've ever had in a game is in a level called We Sing. Don't want to give much away, but um, if you like bands like Muse... And, and that type of sound. Okay. The old gods of Asgard are kind of telling like, even like Led Zeppelin, where they would tell a story about like ancient mythology, but with very operatic, you know, rock mm-hmm. called butt rock. I don't know what to call it, but it is so much fun because they play with a lot of the characters when the old gods in this game are old. They're like senior citizens living in a home. Anytime they get together and play, though, they show their older versions, which are real people. There's an actual band called, well, I'm not sure if that's the name of the band in real life, but there's our musicians that play in this game, Mm -hmm. in this band. And it's kind of neat how they show a little bit dichotomy of old and new. And it's really great. And the gameplay along with it is, it's just the music pushes you forward and you're enjoying it, having a great time. And the use of visuals blows me away. So I cannot say enough about Alan Wake 2. Love to pieces. If you're getting tired from one viewpoint, I love it that they let you switch characters at pretty much any mm-hmm. point in the game, which is kind of cool. So oh, there's awesome. there's really no, like, when I looked at the walkthrough, I'm like, I'm not playing it that way, which is great, because you can switch. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like GTA, where you would switch between characters and do different things. So I think they've done some very clever things. Um, yes, it is scarier, but if you can get past that, and maybe play it on story mode, so um, you can get through those sequences that are horrific as soon as possible for struggle and repeat again. Um, and yeah, I, I'm loving it. But um, yeah, I'll talk about one of my favorite events of the Game Awards that will tie into Alan Wake too. So I, I love it. And I just got the Avatar game, which is essentially Far Cry across Avatar um, from Ubisoft. Uh, I just got it on Saturday. I haven't had a chance to put it in, but I've got it on Series X from Gamefly. I'm really excited to give that one a try too. And that's probably my last game I will get this year. I did download Baldur's Gate 3 on Steam, and I'm very scared of that game. Haven't touched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about bears and what you do to bears in that game. It's very scary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very <laughs> interesting. Am I right? Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as they would say. Thank you very much for that, Matt. Uh, so that is it, what we've been gaming. So uh, now, for those of you who do get ads, here's an ad from our sponsor. Hey, Secret Friends Unite, let me tell you about Zencaster. 
We use them for our show, and now they're supporting us. Zencaster is now the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy. It's the ultimate web-based podcasting solution. provides high-quality audio and video podcast production and hosting. With a full suite of professional tools, podcasters can seamlessly record, produce, and publish studio-quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier. And we chose Zencaster because of the ease of use, uh, high quality output, and we it makes it super easy for our guests to come on. Uh, we had multiple solutions we tried before, and Zencaster has just been the best fit for us. Why Zencaster? It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high quality podcast right away. Record studio quality sounds and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with a click of a button. So if you're interested in making an easy, high-quality podcast just with the click of a browser button, go to Zencaster.com slash SFU and use our code SFU. You'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Now back to the show. So now it's time for the bonus round. <clears throat> my goodness, gentlemen. I keep thinking we're never going to have busy period. You know, there's going to be lulls in the gaming, and we did not have that. Um, GTA 6 tried to plan a trailer for a specific date and time. Yep. That did not happen. Nope. Apparently a crypto king guy put out the trailer with like <laughs> a crypto ad, but nobody could figure out what the ad was actually for. So it's like, okay, that was a fail. Cause I don't even know. How Clearly, crypto, crypto man doesn't know how to market. Am I right? No, crypto bros, <laughs> crypto bros uh, did not work well. Uh, so they dropped a really crappy uh, trailer. I'm not sure how they got it. it. Wasn't high quality. So rockstar said, okay, here it is. And screwed up the media because the media is like, uh, we aren't ready for this and yeah. go. Uh, so did everybody get a chance to watch the GTA six trailer? Yes. Yeah. So I will give you a little bit of background of myself on GTA. I have barely ever dipped my toe into those games. Played a little okay. bit of three, played a little bit of Vice City. I think I played a little bit of four and five. So I've never really gotten the whole experience. I'm not sure why. Maybe because I'm a nice guy. I don't want to kill people. I don't know, but I kill people in the game. So I can't even explain that like lo logic thought. So, um, but this game dropped. It's been... 12 years 13 yeah. so it's been 10 years since the last gta officially dropped online came out a year after that so mm -hmm. that's where we're at uh three generations nice. of consoles with one game so um this game is taking place in essentially a very similar environment to vice city i can't remember what the name of the town is but it's but it's in florida uh yeah or Florida inspired. Is it not vice city? I, I, is it not? No, vice they, city? they gave it a new name. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't know if it's more of a county rather than city. Yeah, I think um, I was just looking at it going, oh, this is just Vice City. Okay, but, cool. Well, Vice, Vice City is part of it, but there is – yeah, Todd, you're you're right. It's like a larger 
area, I think, and I can't remember what it's because I think here. it shows uh, the, the the Everglades. It's they said mm-hmm. it's supposed to be Miami or, 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 but it just think of that whole South Florida experience. Everglades, probably Key West, mm-hmm. the Keys, all of those things. And, and the trailer's great because they are fully embracing Florida culture. My sister lives in Tampa Bay. Florida man's there. I laughed because there's a guy named, oh, he's got a name. He's the Florida Joker. And he essentially mm. was in prison. They hit his mug shot. He's got like face tattoos. Now he's suing Rockstar for like $2 million because he's saying they stole his life. <laughs> yeah. uh, the open world state of Leonida. Leonida is, uh, is where this, okay. and that includes Vice City, which is the fictional version okay. of Miami. So the okay. sister of Leonidas from Three Hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this essentially, is Miami. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to Miami. Will Smith will be there. Oh, jeez, uh, that's you even will better. Love it. <laughs> You'll love it. It's going to be fantastic. Pitbull is like on every radio station. Mr. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> We are I mean, on this game, you know, everybody will be there. Um, but it's funny because it's going full in in that culture experience. But the main uh, focus on this game, it'll be a female protagonist with her significant other. And it's kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde type experience, which we've never gotten in, in GTA. Um, so and it does sound like there is going to be a lot of um, drama with that relationship and kind of that's it. And I'm not one of those guys that it's 90 and it's a 90 second trailer. So I didn't like look at everything like, Oh, they're going to do this and they're going to do that. I don't know. I just got from a theme and a feel. Mm-hmm. So that's, I am curious how it goes. Although I would say F- Florida, I would say it doesn't have a lot of diverse geography except for the coast. And if you get into like the Everglades, it doesn't have like huge mountains. It doesn't yeah. get different weather. It's hot and muggy. Um, so That's, I'm curious. The nice thing about doing a fictional version of a state is you can add those extra little bits. You know, you could add a mountainous region and people are like, ah, there's no mountains in Florida. Well, this is Leonida or whatever the hell I just mm-hmm. said. Like it's Mount know, Leonida. Can, <laughs> yeah, you can add some shit that's like not actually in in the 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 real life state. And that's that's why it's it's fun to have a little bit of Liberty with with GTA. Locales. Oh, Liberty City Tales. Mm-hmm. Ah, there we go. Um, yeah, so uh, they can play around with it. He I'm sure it'll that. Be- <laughs> Absolutely, that was planned. Uh, <laughs> I'll take credit for that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, uh, I, you know, GTA is usually a, a fun place to drive around. Like even if it's based on a real city, like a real location, like there's usually some extra little bits thrown in to make it interesting. And that's one of the great things about GTA is they all feel interesting. They all feel alive. They feel kind of real, but like also really fantasy as well. Mm-hmm. So um, they, I have no doubt that they'll hit the right mix with this one to make it kind of like, yeah, kind of like it's like an amped up on crack version of florida that's like just everything's just exaggerated and crazy and possible <laughs> and, and then florida's gonna look at that and go challenge accepted Exactly. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did see i did see that there is actually someone saw this and there's a map leak and it's going to include an amusement park which is perfect for florida it's called fred's fun world it's got savage world castle world quincy world spook world 
and Next World. And like it's got a picture of a guy that kind of looks like a discount Walt Disney. (laughs) Fantastic. Amazing. That's a cool wrinkle. The latest Florida headline. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see the, the the Florida man where he's in the, the rain thing holding up the flag with the mullet? He's in there. So so I'm a big fan of the Hitman games. And um, whenever you say Florida man, I think of the Florida man that's in that game. That's in that series, which if you guys want, you should take a moment and Google at your own at your leisure because <laughs> because it's actually kind of worth your time. <laughs> I hope you have pet gators in this game. Well, did you see the latest, the latest Florida man, like news bit that came out uh, just a couple of days ago was a Florida man gets arrested for uh, feeding, hand feeding a gator. And his defense was he's a nice gator and he just loves bagels, but apparently it's illegal to feed the gators in Florida. So the guy got arrested. Um, Hmm. One of the first ones I'm like, you know what? Just let him go. There's worse stuff. Stop worrying about um, this. Guy's just feeding his pet gator. I feel like this was, I feel like that misuse of resources, we can call that. (laughs) Right? There's got to be worse things to worry about in Florida. Who had to pass that law? I mean, is it not anyone with self-preservation skills to think, I shouldn't do that? This gator loves bagels. You know what? <laughs> but then again, but you, then again I'm going to say this: you keep the ba- you keep the gators fed. They might not be looking at you as a meal. So that's it. Mm-hmm. And yep. this guy apparently went through the paces to find out like donuts. Gator not not a big fan. Is it just foods with holes in them? Did he try a slice of pizza? I don't know. I want this guy's life to be a movie. Yeah. Let him out of jail, someone yeah. by the rights, and let's get this guy a Pixar I want this deal. man's scientific method right now. This yeah. Florida right. man's scientific method. He specifically said his gator loves his morning bagel. How did this come about? Yeah. I, got I a need de- to know. He's got a detailed food chart. Oh, doesn't yeah. like it. Right? Okay, so I'm going to stick the donut hole inside the bagel. Call this a morning treat. And it's like, nope, nope. Gator didn't like that. Got to be just a bagel. You put a little schmear on it. Some cre- like what? Yeah, what is? Ate the, the bagel donut hole one hundred percent intact. And this is like, yeah. Like, Fuck you and your glaze. Asshole. Doesn't have a sweet tooth. Doesn't have a sweet tooth. <laughs> Hates garlic cream cheese. Loves plain green cream cheese. Doesn't like the low fat version. Very somehow wags his tail for veggie cream cheese. Who knew? <laughs> Doesn't like generic brands for some reason. Yeah. 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 Got to be the good stuff. If you're not uh, getting I the mean, Philadelphia cream cheese, I'm not interested. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's better. It's better. Uh, uh, you, expert, right? you are expert on yeah. Philadelphia cream cheese. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, I'm a transplant. I'm, I'm not oh, from here. Oh, okay. Yeah, from, so people from here are the experts. I'm uh, just learning. Okay. That's so. good to know. That's good to know. So, I mean, uh, are, are you guys interested in this game? I mean, does GTA speak to you when it comes out? Oh, yeah. For me, not, not so much person. anymore. Um, and that's not like, I'm not going to sit here and say, I, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say I don't like the games anymore because I didn't play five. When five came out, I was looking at it and then ultimately like I decided not to, not to purchase it. And I've not looked at it and regretted that decision. Uh, but also like there are plenty of, th- like I played every Grand Theft Auto 
after three. I didn't play one or two. I'm not going <laughs> to, but I even found a way to play like Liberty city stories. Like I, I found a way to find, I found a way to play a lot of grand theft auto. Um, I loved vice city. I love San Andreas. Uh, I loved four, but by the time five came out, I just, the rela- the relationship was over. Neither of us were, were into each other and we're both glad that the other one's happy. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, totally fine like i i will look at this and i will probably experience it a lot i will probably experience a lot of it vicariously by just looking at things or like hey or like there was that mountain in five that everyone was trying to figure out the secret of like mount alien Chiliad, or whatever like mount chiliad or whatever i think that's what it was and and then you know people found out how to turn into Michael Jackson turning into a wolf from thriller. Like that stuff (laughs) absolutely fascinated me. Was I ever going to play the game to try and do that? No. Yeah. But, but like I will probably look at grand theft auto six the same way. Hmm. Fair. I, um, yeah, for me, yeah, I, very similar. Like I, I played all like same games, growing up kind of thing. And then five, I did play five. Uh, I didn't completely sit that one out, but never got as into it as a lot of people. I don't know people that put hundreds of hours into online and just completely finished the, the entire game, everything they could experience. And like you said, find all those little secrets. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my experience with five. It was like, I played it. I got my taste of it. I got enough of the story that I was like kind of satisfied. And I was like, okay, cool. I see what they're doing. I'm not going to like, put in my 200 hours or whatever to, to finish this one. I'm going to move on to something else, but like cool that I have it there. I'll probably wait for this one to go on sale. I'm not going to be like waiting, trying to like, you know, knock down the digital door pre-order kind of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's usually something that I will eventually try if I have a lull or if it goes on a good enough sale or whatever, but it's, yeah, for me, it's very similar kind of thing to Matt. Like I, I just, you know, there's limited time in my gaming routine. Um, a lot of stuff now, like, you know, Finn just wants me to keep playing uh, super Mario and, you know, different, we played some Pokemon together uh, the other day, some like, like let's go Pikachu. And he caught his first Pokemon in that. So it was like, that's the kind of stuff that like, you know, like GTA six, I just, I can't play that while he's awake. So I can't yeah. play it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Todd, what about you? Are you you're, like, you're sounds like yeah, a, cause a skip. it's funny. Cause GTA three came out the perfect time for me. So I played a little bit of that, but didn't have a, you know, I, I in the, at that time was in the military. So my opportunity to game wasn't great. So I did dip in that a little bit. Uh, then four and five both came along when I had a very young child. And then even, a you know, that's just not a game you can play with kids around. You can't, you're at the strip club. You're doing this. I mean, between language and violence and all that stuff, things that's something where he's 18 now. Like, so Mm -hmm. he may want to play GTA. I could care less. He's an adult now. Um, and it, but there gets to a point where it's like, I know some people say, well, I know my kid and he's right. You know what? No, no, no one's kid needs to play that game until they are (laughs) mature enough to understand what the hell's going on. Because guess what? Even kids that seem very mature aren't, they're telling fart jokes to their buddies. They're they're looking for nudie mags. They're doing all that. I am 44 years old. I still tell fart jokes, sir. Well, that would be part of being a dad. I mean, (laughs) that's what you do. And you know, you hone those fart jokes Matt. i mean if if i time it right a fart joke will be my last words and i <laughs> on your tombstone 
pull here, my finger, please. Here, here lies Matthew Keel told fart joke as he left. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a finger sticking up for my grave. <laughs> uh, the hand of God. Yes. Uh, uh, there we go. Uh, yeah. So I, I am curious to check this one out. I do own GTA Five, like the newest HD version. So I may go back mm. into it because people say it's like one of the greatest games of all time. So I just feel kind of like it's a huge gap in my um repertoire of gaming and although i think i liked five because of the hopping between different <laughs> people and there's one guy obviously it's horrible there's another guy that's kind of like the in between and then there's kind of like the guys kind of like the criminal with the uh, uh, you know gold heart um mm-hmm. so that's kind of nice when you get a little bit stuck with only two main characters i don't know if that will be like I've heard there's rumors that potentially someone's actually like one of them is an undercover cop. Oh, which would add a neat kind of like kind of like a reservoir dogs or something like that, which could be kind of a cool way to do it. Cause like you're actually, when you're away, you're actually informing the cops or you're doing something Mm. else and worried about being caught, uh, looking about informants. Would they turn on you? Um, that might lead to some interesting situations. Mm -hmm. Very cool. But I always hated my car getting damaged. And then you had to do a heist job, get a car, and you get scratched. And they're like, oh, damn yeah. it. Now I got to do that mission again because the driving mechanics were so bad back in the day. <laughs> or some days you just, you just, you just have the right, you know, you just have the right, you know, head on your shoulders. You're like, you know what? I'm following traffic laws today. Exactly. I'm, I was the safest. <laughs> and then, and then you try and then everyone else is oh. hitting you. And I'm like, what are you doing? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. Now, one thing, I mean, we haven't got a new uh, GTA game since, or uh, Rockstar game since Red Dead 2, which obviously was acclaimed. But one of the things that came out in that game, everything was too overly like realistic. Like, I'm mm-hmm. opening a drawer. I'm looking in the drawer. I'm picking yeah. up something from the drawer. Or, I killed a guy. I'm going through his pocket. I'm going... Th- I mean, to me, that was just not fun realism, mm-hmm. and it slowed down the experience. It was too monotonous. So, I hope they haven't gone down the path of like... <clears throat> going after reality versus you know to sacrifice the fun so i hope they yeah. didn't i take notes from that for gta well i feel like with the yeah. with the with the story in red dead like because because red dead 2 was like i started red dead 2 and i got maybe halfway through it and then i, I was just eventually like i don't want to do this anymore i didn't think it was bad but i was just i was just done um but i think with the way that that story i did find out how it panned out there's a certain holding those things up in a way is, is a, is a, is a shot to make the player think about it. And Mm. now I understand that not everybody plays games that way. Not every, not everybody plays games to think about, you know, things like empathy or, or consequences to actions or things like that. Cause largely this, this medium is power fantasy. Let's be real. Um, But I think the use of that, there's a potential payoff go there's a potential payoff with the conclusion of that game mm. um i could also see that 100% floundering for most players or just being completely ignored um but that is, the reason that it's there is 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 it ended up being a very nice thing for me mm-hmm. rather than rather than you know 
just wandering by hitting a button all of a sudden you have everything that was on that person you killed and you you were forgotten about them i just want the magnet matt everything just flies to me like yeah. in ratchet and clank yeah exactly yeah meanwhile you have dead men's pants just flying at your face exactly. so. <laughs> you got coins in there i got it <laughs> you didn't realize those belts were magnetic did you no <laughs> Even GTA Five, like for as as over the top as like Trevor or something could be, like it it did bring a sense of realism mm-hmm. that I think I kind of missed um, the 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 jokiness and stuff of of GTA and like the the funniness, like I and and I know like the online and some of the expansion stuff, but like there there was that like like the ballad of Big Gay Tony and like the, just the goofiness that was inherent in the older GTA games that it was like, we can't make this look that realistic. So we're going to play into like the cartooniness Mm -hmm. and over the top violence. And like, I remember we used to just like see how many stars we could get and just keep on Right. And like the older GTA, I think I felt like I didn't really do that in five. Like I found it was more monotonous or like more serious or something like that. So, um, yeah, I wonder what direction they're going to go with this one. I, I do have a feeling they're going to lean more into the seriousness, but I kind of miss that yeah. that jokey, cartoony GTA kind of feel from like the the PS2 ga- days. Yeah. Well, I think what happened was in in the lineage. I think Grand Theft Auto turned serious to a point, and Saints Row went the goofy way. Yeah. And then just cause showed up and just cause two specifically just went absolutely silly with its open world. And I think, I think rockstar could conceivably just take all of that back and own it again. Uh, whether or not they do remains to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. They may even say that's what GTA online's for and not the main games. Yeah. So who knows? But yeah, I mean with Florida man involved, I mean, I can just see the 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 hopeful antics. Oh, oh sure, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be some yeah. Maybe uh, we see Bagel Man. Yeah, <laughs> Gators Bagel Shop. <laughs> my new, my new Florida Man's out here trolling for bath salts. It'll be great. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's secret engagement. And uh, in, in, you know, the, the, the recipe, right? You have to do it in salt water, but it's actually bath salts. You're, yeah, got a lot. We're talking. <laughs> yeah, so we've talked about GTA. Uh, so I, I hope everyone has thoughts on that game. And we've got only two years before we have to actually see that game. So you know, more to come. Probably get another trailer in another year. But with that, we got uh, the Game Awards, or I would like to call it. Uh, let's call it E3 Winter E3 um, with some yeah. awards shown, uh, or maybe like the MTV. No, it's movie essentially awards. it's essentially inter. Winter E3 because the awards the awards at E3 when they did them didn't matter either. Yeah, yeah. So like, even and, MTV and, Movie Awards is probably equivalent so to it as well. Yeah. While we're while we're all lobbing little pot shots that are funny, I am going to say like I'll just I ha- I have a little rant. You'll have to excuse me. You did say you took notes, Matt. So <laughs> well, uh, that's fr- I, that's because I wanted to give the actual winners more time than Jeff Keeley did. Um, <sighs> we're going to play you off, Matt. Probably, but <laughs> probably, but we're on the internet, so you could just kick me out. I'm gonna start humming. Um, but like, so 
I, I, I started kind of riffing and I, I, I said some things and I wrote them down. So um, first off, let's state the obvious. For most people, award shows in general are boring and a waste of time. I think that's fair because how many of us actually watch the Oscars? How many of us watch the Golden Globes? They're often remembered for different reasons than anyone involved in putting work into putting them on ever conceived. Just ask Chris Rock or ask anyone that ever tried a little bit of an adventurous outfit or a host that simply had just been fed up with doing it. Ricky Gervais. That is not to say I think they're unnecessary or unimportant because I genuinely believe that there should be in, in in all creative fields, the industrial entity should take stock of its year and award individuals or teams that have achieved excellence. I think shows like the Grammys shows like the Oscars, the Tonys, all of that is necessary. Um, those aren't necessary. Like most of the general public doesn't necessarily watch them to learn about what the best play was, what the best musical was, what the best, movie was like they're, they're usually watching for red carpet shenanigans however like th- that that stuff changes over time as a music and film fan do i watch or care about the academy awards golden globes or the grammys no the former two cater most often to those in hollywood at their most re- and, and at their most relevant to my interests. i'm not looking at the biggest awards on display as for the grammys my music interest is my music interest rarely overlaps with the echelon of pop music they're looking to praise there are awards events out there that are worth my time but rarely do they get airtime and going into it here would take too long if these game awards are to be the representation of the year in video games, they're doing poorer every year for obvious reasons. One, more time and value is placed on the future of games than the current year. Mm. Number two, Jeff Keeley, for all of his effort to keep the show going, ad- admirable as it could be, uh, is starting to sound and act like it's way better for the, like he is way better for the industry than his award show. But also, mm show time after time that he's clearly someone who's been lucky to meet and develop relationships in a business sense with many legends of the industry. And he has to remind him both himself and us every December because he has the microphone. Nobody else does. And, you know, I was going to write more, but I got home and my son was still awake. So I, <laughs> um, I, I love that commentary because um, it, it makes a lot of sense for, how we think of the game awards. I think it used to be called VGX used to mm-hmm. be called the spike video game awards back in the day mm-hmm. when it came out on a channel that doesn't even exist anymore. That was right. all about babes and uh, Jerry Springer, bad reruns, all of yeah. those things. And Jeff Keeley, who used to be on, uh, I believe game trailers.com. He was on G4. He was on, I think um, he was a part of revision three. Some one point maybe. Yeah. Or, and he did, he, he's done some great work on like mm-hmm. the, 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 like basically talking about the, the uh, development of half-life too, yeah. I believe with, with game. So he's got a great background and he's made relationship. That's the strongest thing. Um, I remember when he has to have talks with Reggie, uh, fees a me uh, in regards to like would play games with them and try to get more information about Nintendo. So he's always had, a very trying to get game and game people in front of people. Uh, but I will say he's similar to and, and Mark and I had Victor Lucas on last year or no, was this last year, last year. Uh, Victor Lucas is very similar, but 
where he's developed relationships, been in the media, and he highlights gaming culture too. Um, so we don't have many people like this that have been around so long that are kind of a face to mm-hmm. the industry of people that may not be aware of it. So I, I appreciate that. And I understand now that we have 10 years of this game awards from being on TV, like broadcast television to now being completely online. The game awards does have, I believe over a hundred industry professionals who are part of the board, which nominate games and then vote on them. And there's also a uh, public vote element of this as well. And I believe there's like over 26 categories for this. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of layering the state of where we're at and talking about what Matt's been talking about in regards to um, it's, it's kind of a blessing and a curse what we have uh, from even just what a, a award show is. Um, and we have different takes on it. We have like the Academy Awards, which is a, a group. There's a board member. There's people that mm-hmm. are part of the Academy who vote for it. They're trying to make that more diverse. Um, we have the Foreign Critic Awards, which is part of the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Hollywood um, Foreign Press, yeah. And, yes. And then, uh, so we have very different versions of award shows. We have the ESPYs, mm-hmm. where people vote for sports people. Um, and then we have the Grammys, that uh, the Emmys, the Oscars, and am I missing anything? Well, I mean, there are also, yeah. there are also the, the Tonys. The, the Tonys are, are Broadway, but like also there are mm-hmm. guild award shows like uh, yep. the Directors Guild, Actors Guild, Writers Guild. None of those are televised to any degree, as far as I know, or at least they have been off and on in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um those are the ones that I look at more than like the Oscars or the golden globes because it's not, they're not general. They're a specific group of people looking at the industry from their point of view. And I find that point of view fascinating. Now, do I look at the winners of these awards every year? Yeah, I do because I'm interested in the media and I'm interested in in what could be good or bad. So, and the only way I learn about that because I don't have time to see everything or definitely don't have time to play everything anymore. Um, and I don't, I don't have time to listen to all the albums I want to listen to every year. It's why I don't really do a top 20 list like I used to anymore, but I always want to find, um, something that could end up being a new cool thing or have me thinking about that particular medium, in a different way. Uh, and you know, for all of these art forms that we've discussed, there are the big guys that everybody sort of sees like your Oscars, Grammys, Golden Globes. They're also the little guys. Um, the, like personally for the, for the game awards, like I'm out full transparency. If I didn't know there were going to be like a whole bunch of new reveals, wouldn't even watch. If I didn't have a 90% certainty that there wasn't, if I didn't have a 90% certainty that there was going to be a monster hunter reveal in this game awards, wouldn't have even turned it on. I would have went to bed. I would have, I would have been fine. Um, or I would have, you know, stayed up watching hockey, which I do way too much. Um, but that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be a serious award show for video games because video games is a very important art form. And, Unfortunately, I feel like the art form is more misrepresented every year by uh, by by Jeff Keighley's actions on stage. Like, for example, like in the first 
five minutes of the show, uh, you get him, you know, doing shout outs to Anuma, you know, good luck tonight. Or like, you know, we know Hideo Kojima is going to be there because he's been there for the last like five, it seems like. And most of the time he hasn't had anything new to say. Uh, so it's, it's just, it's frustrating to watch that. I'm not saying that the game awards needs to go away. I think maybe it needs a retool and it maybe needs to be a thing that is put on by something very similar to the Academy of motion picture sciences or the Hollywood foreign press is Jeff Keeley going to be the one to organize that? He could. I think he really could. I think it would take him a couple of years, and I think he'd have to take the Game Awards off off the table to do that. Uh, I don't think he will. Um, and I think that and, – and as I did say in my little rant, like he has done a ton of work to keep this thing going. Like if there's, if there's one true believer there, we can point at him and say, you know, he's done his work to get this on every year. And that, that takes a massive amount of work more than any of us probably really could conceive outside of our day to day. But just because he does that work, maybe it's more behind the scenes work rather mm. than I need to be the one on stage every year. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, not that's saying that's a problem for me too. Like, I don't think, I, I think, I think the, I think the wrong look is to have uh, a Hollywood person come be a second fiddle because we've, we've watched that. We watched that get proved time and time again. In fact, funny, funnily enough, no man's sky developers who revealed no man's sky 10 years ago. Like, and they were the, like, I don't remember. It was, was it, um, it was the guy from community. What's his name? Joel McHale, Joel, Joel McHale. Like that was the one moment in that game where he was like, Holy crap. Video games are wild. And, and then the rest of the time he's like, yep, you're just in your mom's basement playing call of duty or whatever. Um, and like it was, it was funny to see that ship come full circle in a weird way. But I think there are plenty of personalities in this industry that would be better on stage. Um, mm-hmm. for in, in place of Keeley, because I feel like they could do it better, even with. And I'll just I'll just throw it out there, even with someone like as curmudgeonly as Jeff Gersman is, or as absolute. I mean with elf like enthusiasm for the industry, like Greg Miller has like, at least, you know, they can get on stage and do a job. And more often than not, that's why the Oscars have a comedian typically, because they can engage a crowd, energize a crowd, but then they hand it off to then presenters who are part of the industry that the show is about. But then they also, they also pay tribute to, Correct. Industry, rather than saying, "Here's a new reveal," and you know, they should have the former winner of the previous year present the award. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Why not? Right there. If they were great about it, they right should there. acknowledge and can yeah. speak to the genre. One hundred percent. And you should probably talk about the games that are winning awards more because I oh, actually show a clip of what the yeah, game is. I they're going to show. You, I guarantee. 
goddamn to you that anybody at that show is not playing half of the games that are on offer there. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, like let's look at, let's just, let's just take a look at some of the awards. Shall we like ongoing game? How many people in that, in that audience have played Genshin impact since it came out? I'll bet you not many because that's hundreds of hours of content who has hundreds of hours of time. None of us do. And it, it, it'd be, it'd be completely unfeasible for anybody to expect that. So I voted for every category and was not knowledgeable about a lot of it. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> like, and, and that's fine too. There should be space for that, Todd. I or actually only allow me to vote for the things I actually am knowledgeable no, about. No, that's, and I can skip but, those. But also, but also like if, if the people in the audience at that show don't know most of that, and I'm, and I know I'm sound reductive and like a, like an angry old man, I don't really mean it. And I don't, I'm not trying to be insulting to anybody at that show, but I'm guaranteed, I can guarantee you that not all of them played everything there. Correct. But for those, for, for those things that those people didn't know about, there should be more information on them. And I agree. Jeff Keeley doing a laundry list between game trailers uh, of people who won awards that they busted years of their ass off of for not necessarily, probably not even for that award, but just to get a game out the door. And now all of a sudden they're just a footnote between, you know, cyberpunk DLC and Lego Fortnite. No disrespect to either entity, but like, because I'll be honest with you, if I, if, if, it, if I'm a game developer now, which I'm not, no, no, one's, no, at no ambition to be one, and I'm told that my game is nominated, guess where I'm not going? <laughs> I'm not going to the Game Awards because there's a 60% chance that I'm just going to be a footnote between mm. game trailers and no respect is going to be put on. And they won't even pan to the crowd to show you. Yeah. And if, and if I am lucky enough to even have someone on my team, go up there and speak 10 seconds after they start talking, the music plays, especially if it's after the guy from God of war said, y'all, you all have all the time you need. So let me, let me pause right there. Sure. No, I'm, um, I'm finished. So they, I'm finished. No, no, no. So, they, so to your point though, they broke down of a three and a half hour show. Mm-hmm. And how much was for each portion? So 10 minutes were for winner speeches. 10 minutes for winner uh-huh. speeches. And they allotted 30 seconds for each speech. That means 20, 20 people. 20 people. 30 seconds each. Yeah. 20 people got to got to actually, you know, stand up and accept their award. Everyone yes. else everyone else was just an attendance list. Well, 40 minutes was for all of like Gonzo, uh, Kojima, anybody who stood up, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, the worst one was probably I like the show, but having Anthony Mackie come up and spend all the time that he did was kind of silly. Yeah, we got then. Uh, I believe it was twenty minutes for musical performances, and then an hour and a half for trailers. For a game awards, that just Oof. gives you the thought right there that mm-hmm. this is not a this is not an award show. No, it's not. It is like the MTV Movie Awards. It mm-hmm. is like it is like a, a a show that's more entertainment, and they will present awards. 
but that is not the focus. And I will say I'm fine with that considering that there are other shows that are more focused on the awards. There is the dice awards, which (laughs) is Matt, to your point, that is from the interactive, uh, it's from the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. Yeah. So that truly is a body and that is a mm-hmm. professional board like the Oscars. So it's right. equivalent to it. There's also the uh, de- Game Developer Awards as yes. well, which is a mm-hmm. board of developers. And then uh, across the pond is BAFTAs, which is right. very similar to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Mark, now remind me in Canada, there are Canadian awards as well. What are those called? Couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, They're called mountains, mountains, right? Is that what they are? Canadian <laughs> Game Awards. Uh, maybe okay. the Canadian, Canadian Game Awards. Um, sure. I honestly, okay, so I I don't know, like, regional Game Awards. I didn't even watch this one. So this will be my point to jump in and just say, like, I straight up didn't even tune in. I didn't watch a replay. Usually in past years, I haven't watched them live in a while. Uh, unless I know that there's something big and I'll maybe tune in for a little bit when I think it's going to happen. Like, is there, oh, there's a big announcement at the end. Uh, let's watch that. I didn't tune in for a second this year. Um, I, like, I just, I didn't care. Um, I, Matt, I think you kind of summed it up. Like it's the Keeley show of like, mm-hmm. who do I know? I'm going to give time to the people that I like. Like Kojima's going to have his like, you know, 15 minutes to yammer on about creating a new genre. And like, that's cool. Great. Good for the guy. He can do whatever he wants. Um, sure. But like when, when he can yammer on and the like, I, I heard, I read the headline of, you know, the, the dude from God of War, uh, said his speech last year was longer than the Call of Duty campaign this year. Thought mm-hmm. that was great. And then my brother was like, "Yeah, but then he kept going." And it. Oh yeah, sucked. he totally did. Yeah, it got it, yep, it, right. it trailed off. Yeah, like it's it was the it was the Seinfeld. That's my time. You should have just walked off. Right. And so, like, if he had have just been like, "Yeah, my speech last year was longer than the Call of Duty campaign this year." Anyway, thanks for this award. Peace. That would have been awesome. Um, but like, to allow him time to to yammer on again. And he like, was just presenting. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. At this point, they I I completely agree. Like, they need a new host. I don't really care about like who's voting on what and stuff like that. And that's sure. that's cool. Like that you're it's all subjective I, I, anyway so like i i respect that opinion like i i get it i get where you're coming from for me i'd tune in if there was a new host and things were done a little bit uh, smoother or something like that like mm, a little bit balance. tiny bit better balance but i kind of disagree with the celebrity thing i'd love to see someone but you got to get the right one you can't just get someone it's like oh this is a big al pacino right jack black is who I'm thinking of. Like we don't oh, play yeah. video Jack- games no more. Like that kind of like energy to it. Even if you want it to be a little bit more serious, get a real gamer like Henry Cavill who can like bring that kind of gravitas, like wear a suit and like just, you know, be a badass mm-hmm. that also builds PCs and almost missed the Superman call because he was gaming. That guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like there, there are some big name celebrities who are also gamers who could do it without Again, yeah, being like just I'm reading off a teleprompter. They paid me a million dollars to do this. It's better than sitting in my or house. Or I'm in the project. So Here it's really marketing right. in my project. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
so there's other yeah there's there's other ways to do it but this year i straight up i watched the trailers my brother gave me a little recap i read a couple of news headlines and didn't watch a single freaking frame of the award show as it happened so um yeah man I, they, they gotta mix something up and mm-hmm. um yeah it's yeah it's i don't know I, I, I haven't heard good things about it this year and you guys aren't convincing me to go back I mean, and watch it. It was like these, I mean, Jason Marshall said in the secret friends discord that like it, he, his words are Keely has been 100% an awful host. Don't disagree with him. But if, if there was, if there was a steady decline of getting worse every year, this was the one where it just, nose dived. I mean it was it was mm. so patently obvious that it was he was just doing a very bad job. Yeah. Um I think he's had 10 years and to expect anything will change. There'll be small changes. He's like we're not going to play off people, we're not going to play off music. Great. Awesome. I would not expect anything to really change in regards to the setup, anything mm-hmm. like this, because the, it's the model. He has to have a lot of ads. He's got to do a lot of these things. And he right. is self-indulgent. And with if and, and none of that will change, you will not get him behind the scenes. Um, and so I think we have to essentially say, this is what it is, but we have to get circuiting people to say, there are other places to get a real view on awards that matter from the mm-hmm. industry. Start watching those. And maybe yeah. that's where the industry, and this is where I'm, I'm really frustrated with the whole industry itself. Sony, Xbox, Nintendo are huge. They make how much money? They should be behind this, highlighting their Steam as well. Call it Valve, right. whatever. It, unless they do that, we're not expecting anything different. If Sony, oh, Nintendo, 100%. and PlayStation don't give two shits about this, then guess right. what? We're not going to elevate the awards portion of it. And we're only going to get like the dice and where people will say it's there, but never watch a second of it. So I don't know. We're all hypocrites. If that's what we truly want, the numbers for dice and those game awards should be growing every year. And Mm -hmm. Sony and those guys should be funding uh, production elements, paying for whatever, and make it more like the Oscars where Billy Crystal would do an awesome opening that would have the funny, like talk about the year in review and making Mm -hmm. funny. You can do that effectively. You can have comedic elements. You can have great musical performances. You can show clips of every performance. There's a model that works and it's effective. And to say, why isn't Keely doing it? Because that's not what he wants. He wants Mm -hmm. his show and to expect it to change when the numbers are probably higher than they've ever been. Yeah. Tells him, why should I bother? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's my thought. I mean, he spends, he spent the entire show saying it's about games. It's about games, it's about games. Unfortunately, it's not about the games that came out this year no. and, and, and or the craft you know, of making and to your point. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm a dude in a basement in Philly that has like leftover baby stuff that he's not using anymore. Like who am I? But, but like, like you said, there are ways that this is done. Well, um, whether or not that being done well is everybody's cup of tea clearly isn't because most of the time we just remember oh remember that time bjork went to the oscars dressed as a goose oh yep. remember that time everyone was waiting for j-lo's you know skirt to just fall off and expose your remember dad. when will smith got slapped remember when, will will smith, smith, yeah. <laughs> remember, when, remember when ricky gervais brought up a beer and just roasted the entire hollywood exactly. industry <laughs> like you know yeah. like that's no one remembers who won best picture that year 
Yeah, the well, only change this year was there's a lot more security, so no one came up on the Jeff Keeley stage. That was the only change we got this year. <laughs> so before our wives play us, our spouses pay, play us off to say, gentlemen, go to bed, um, I, I, I want to go through this really quick So in a way that it makes sense. Okay. So in regards to winners mm-hmm. and snubs, I just want like your like just a smaller subset of like what do you feel like was good and bad about the winners very quickly? Cause I know we we've got to uh, wrap up here. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I, I, that guy. I go long. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. But I know you guys are, it's later for you than it is for me. Eh. <clears throat> well, maybe Mark. Mark's like, Mark's like, I can see him <laughs> starting to glaze <laughs> a little after midnight right now. I am starting to get a bit tired. So yeah, let's, uh, uh, I'll, I'll jump right in. Uh, like as far, like I kind of, and that was another reason that I, I tuned out this year is cause like, Game of the year, I kind of figured I was like, I want it to be Tears of the Kingdom. There's a potential it could be Spider-Man, but I really think it's going to be Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. It was. Um, I wanted the game of the year to be Zelda because I also wanted Action Adventure Game to be Jedi Survivor, but that one had to go to Zelda because Game of the Year went to Baldur's Gate. So that was my disappointment is I wanted something with with Jedi Survivor. I wanted um you know, I wanted the the cast to get recognized or the game to get recognized or something, but that was just me personally because I love that game and I love the cast and everything else. I thought Cameron Monaghan did an amazing job. I thought um, the rest of the, the cast was was incredible and uh, and gave really heartfelt performances. So I thought um, those ones for were like a personal, like I wish they kind of won something more. But um, and I know they were they were there. Um, so it would have been kind of cool to see, but that was, that was about it. Um, no, like massive, like, Oh my goodness. Surprises. I guess like Alan Wake two, like Todd, you've been talking about that one. Um, so I expected that to be phenomenal. It, it won a bunch of awards, right? So, uh, between yeah, that and Baldur's Gate three, I think we're like the two, uh, the two big ones. Uh, I figured Mario wonder, uh, which I just like finished the whole story of and all that kind of stuff. I figured that was like shoeing for, for family games. So yeah, no crazy, like, um, aside from like personal preferences, no, no crazy like upsets or like surprises or anything. Uh, yeah. Matt, what did you? Like, I mean, that- same. Like, I, I probably if if I looking at the game of the year list, like the only one that I've played all the way through. Oh wait, no, I didn't play any of these games all the way through because I still haven't beaten Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, anytime, anytime, like, anytime. I'm like, I've beaten all four bosses i just need to go do ganon but anytime i'm in that game i'm like i'm gonna go explore the depths and i will auto build my flying machine and just honestly what what this zelda is for me more than any zelda ever has been it's no man's sky yeah like mm. i just fly yeah. follow your fancy i just fly around i put on a put on some music i'm just like i'm just gonna vibe like True. oh that lionel's pissed off at me i'm gonna fly away he can't get me now bye lionel um but ultimately, like my game of the year, and based on this list, would definitely be Tears of the Kingdom. But that's because, like Todd, I look, I I have Baldur's Gate. I've wanted to play Baldur's Gate three since it was announced, and I have a kid now, and I'm like, I can't. It's only 180 hours long. Mark. I, just, Matt, what's like, the problem? Like honestly, oh, looking like I'm just like, geez, I'm not ready to learn. Like, because every game you have to learn a little bit yes. in order to actually play it. It's not a, it's not a simple game. And it is so many systems, you know, yeah. it's it, like I played, I play every FromSoft game that I've tried to play that first mission in armored core. 
but then the baby starts crying. I haven't gotten through it. So I'm just like, this, I can't not, not because I don't want to, not because I think it's bad, but I just can't. And that's, that's, that's the way it rolls. I'll play it eventually when he can sleep through the night. But, <laughs> but, but until then, like, you know, I'm, I'll just hunt monsters. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like I, it was it was funny to see cyberpunk get ongoing game. That was my biggest like that was dumb. Um, it, I, I felt like every one of those other games got snubbed. Yeah, like Fair. because every one of those games is a constant stream of how does Fortnite not win that game every year? Because every year it's a completely different game. Well, yeah. I think I think because Fortnite is the easy one not to sure like like because ongoing game really in this idea is kind of just a cipher for let's we need to give something an award but it can't just be Fortnite every year there 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 will be a time like i'll bet you next year has it even won though that's the thing i don't feel like it's ever i feel like it's definitely won. has it it's probably won twice Uh, i think so okay okay well if it has then i i feel like that's good then uh but yeah but like I've heard great things about the new update in Final Fantasy 14. I've heard, I mean, I tertiarily follow Genshin Impact. I started. My son loved and devoured I, that game. I, until I, he I, thought I the I've, mechanics of the, uh, the, the pay mechanics got a little bit too high to get certain things. Oh yeah, it, it did. But I played, I played 60 hours of that game free and it was yeah, fine. Absolutely. Um, in Apex Legends, if there was ever a battle royale shooter that I would I should probably be a fan of. It's that one. Yeah. No disrespect to Fortnite, but, but if you're a fan of Titanfall, exactly, exactly. Um, and then, uh, what was I? There was another one. I feel so. I was looking at the indie games, and I don't think any of those are actually like indie games. But then again, indie is the most nebulous term to try and define in this mm. game. I think Chance of Sonar is definitely. Yeah. there because it's a game where i bet if you told a million people they've never even heard of the game i've heard a couple people talk about that game okay. and that's about as indie hell as it gets right yeah. it is basically a game about language which dope um yeah and then like no disrespect to like esports player or content creator or esports team or esports tournament that's not who I am. I don't follow no. that very well. I don't know how many people knew any of those people. I know to be honest. A, a buddy of mine follows Rocket League so hardcore that he like, and he'll like send me clips of matches, and I'll watch those, and I'll be like, "Wow, that's pretty sick." I'll never be that good at that game, uh, but that's that's my that's my that's my knowledge there, and then um, uh, I was kind of shocked that uh cal lightsaber didn't get performance i thought he was going to get it this time to cal lightsaber i said cal lightsaber yeah that's a that's a, so you, that's, a that's a joke from the first game cameron monahan right i don't know him yeah that's that's yeah. funny Okay, well, I'll I'll go really quick. Just very much. I was pretty much happy with all of these winners. Uh, I played all. I played all but Baldur's Gate for the games of the year. So I, I'm happy. 
I even though Baldur's Gate I haven't played, I just know how much people talk about the game and what it brought to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, very happy for it. Uh, my snub was Cyberpunk for ongoing, just because it was an up, got continued to get updated, get better, but not necessarily keeping a world alive. So uh, that was kind of a huge miss. But yeah, other than that, uh, I'm I'm really glad that um, uh, Alan Wake Two got its flowers. Yeah. Uh, surprised Sony got nothing, but ultimately Spider Man Two, a great game, but mm-hmm. other games were outperforming it. So yeah. no snubs there. Uh, good Nintendo for there. Like that, they did the best of any major publisher. So kudos. Yeah. Shout out to Pikmin Four, best strategy game. Oh Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. It definitely <laughs> did great. So yeah, there we go. Uh, so that is kind of the winners. If you guys want the list, it's out there. So check it out. Uh, and maybe you find a game that won that you never played. So check that out. So really quickly, uh, just for favorite moments, you get one. <laughs> Everybody gets one favorite moment from the show. Can it be a favorite trailer? Because I didn't watch the show. <laughs> Absolutely, Mark. If you didn't watch it, I, I would say then if you didn't have a moment, I'll give you my moment. That is what I talked about. It's We Sing. It is the uh, it is the performance of the old gods of Asgard uh, playing it, seeing Sam Lake, one of the developers, one of the ups on stage, dancing and performing. So excellent. Even if you've never played the game, just watch that performance. That was one of those things I just feel like, oh, made me feel so good after playing that level and seeing how well it came together on stage. Best night of the sh- best moment of the show. Nice. No. Matt, do you have uh, a favorite moment? So my favorite moment um, it was the moment I watched for. I had a feeling there would be a Monster Hunter 6 reveal, um, and there was Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Wilds. Why it's my favorite? Uh, not only just because I'm a recent convert to the series, but also watching – this is the first time I've started watching people react to those. And the way that Monster Hunter – bigger fans react to these games is actually kind of wild because they go into like the ecology of things that you see in the trailer, like why it makes sense versus um, it just being a bunch of animals wandering around. And then there's, there are some that are bigger and angrier than others. And then some pulled out things that I, they watch this almost like the way I would watch a movie trailer where you see, you see composition of shots, you see, the things in the background and shapes of things in the background, those all mean things. And uh, I, that has been actually wild. Sure. That didn't happen during the show because the reveal was good enough for me, but, um, but yeah, I did like a lot of what was on offer for reveals though. So I will say that. Genuinely shocking trailer for me was Sega's, uh, Oh, I'm glad this came like, up. The Sega bingo. Five. I was gonna, I was gonna cover that one too. <laughs> Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, Shinobi, all in development, all coming out like little bits and pieces of each one. The art styles looked really cool. Like holy freaking crap, that was awesome. Just like the nostalgia factor, just the the hype level. Like, damn. Like old devs that are still around. Like just from those old kind of days. Like this is how to do it. That's how to do a trailer. Like. Holy shit! Go home, everyone else. Well, Sega, just, Sega finally woke up. But just yeah. remember, remember the Capcom Five. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, 
yeah, good point. Because yeah. only one of those games ended up coming out, I think. Right? <laughs> oh, well, Resident Evil Four, you did get uh, Dino Crisis yeah. Three, right? No, was that? Yeah, no, right? that wasn't. Uh, that was on Xbox. Sorry. Yeah, I think I think Sega is going to pull these off because I, I, mean, I think um, they're known quantities yeah, they, as as, as yeah. opposed to a bunch of new yeah. things. But like, right. but yeah. Um, so like that was that was great. I, I did also like. I have to give a, a quick shout out to the Wild or Wind was it Windblown. Windblown trailer. Oh yeah, the uh, the, the um, Dead Cells people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, great trailer. So yeah. cinematic, um, and the gameplay looked cool. But like, yeah, I man, Sega was just like, damn, that's how to do a sizzle reel, man. Like, anyone else it. shocked that Skull and Bones wasn't canceled? Still alive. Play the music. Yeah. Is it is it actually coming out or is it just another beta? No, it's yes. coming out. That's the release date. Oh my god. <laughs> Mark, ask for a code. Ask for a code, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, Crazy. Blade being I mean, done by Arcane is cool. Like uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blade, yeah. It's gonna be great. Although I was, you know, as usual, disappointed with like two seconds worth of gameplay or zero gameplay yeah. like played Jurassic park, like those kind of things. It's like, okay, this could be really, really cool. It could be like, mm, whatever, like until we see gameplay, like yeah, sell me on it. But like what a lot they of the concepts were really cool. What they showed at Jurassic park gave me alien isolation vibes yeah. and that survival horror. Jurassic like, park mm, is a new concept. That's, that's pretty a, cool. That's, that's, that was nice. I think. Yeah, I mean, and really quickly, just I think a theme of the awards uh, or the announcements was we're getting a lot of great game developers making like essentially like new games. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Like you said, Dead yeah. Cells, that developer. Mm-hmm. You've got the guy that was behind No Man's Sky. Yeah. He's got a new game. Oh, and it's on one fire. planet. Yeah, I mean, one planet. Right. And that looked, open somehow world. that looked that looked more ambitious than no man's sky did i don't know how he pulled that off but it's detailed they said it's like the, it's world map of the u.s world but it's like got fantasy creatures dragons you know like that's cool i don't care if it's not real dragons no, probably no, exist no. back in the u.s why sure. not why not yeah. yeah yeah dave the diver and dredge got a crossover that's crazy talk about yeah. like really fun indie games um but for me um i, I mean it's kind of cool how uh, you know i i think matt brought up late Blade is amazing because this means now that most likely Xbox will get a Marvel exclusive. The team behind that was Deathloop. Deathloop is an excellent yeah. game. Mm-hmm. So um, I know Arcane also did uh, Redfall, which was a vampire game. That's a, that's Austin, I think. Uh, Arcane Austin. So I'm excited for that. Um, and that's going to be great. But the game that kind of just surprised me, and I love the studio, I love supermassive games. They make Until Dawn, those type of games. They're teaming up with Dead by Daylight to make a single player game i'm like i'm a happy man mm-hmm. i cannot yeah. wait i hope it's a better one of their games versus some of their most recent games i hope it's more like the quarry or in, until dawn mm-hmm. but that made me very happy and you know what i think this was one of the better shows for uh announcements sure. because everybody showed up pretty strongly especially like content that's just coming out like oh god of war is getting a new mode for it's, free. it's getting it's getting not hades mode i promise exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which uh, is, also which then is cool which it's 100 cool i think like the yeah, fact and that then the last right. one just ori in the blind forest team oh, yeah. is making a new game as well i know that studio has some troubles hopefully they yeah. fix that but that game looks cool too yeah Wow, uh, just wow. quick shout out uh, the Genshin Impact folks are making a game that I've been excited for for two years called Zenless Zone Zero looks really cool um, wow. and 
yeah, that, that, they finally had a full on trailer. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I, I always get those messed up because I mean, Honkai Star Rail is the other one that's out that they did as well. Yeah, so, yeah, all different styles. So very, very cool. Well, uh, I hear the orchestra uh, winding up to play us off. So it is now time to end the show. They've but, played uh, a mixtape and gotten tired at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what is that song? I can't tell. I don't hear very well these days anyways. They did, they did festival for us and we're just like, nope, we're talking through this. <laughs> Until a big hook comes out, we're not leaving. But with right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is the end of the show. This has been a lot of fun. Matt, tell people where they can find us because find you because you're an awesome guy. Um, so I guess you can find me on Twitter. I'm not calling it what it is now. Uh, infinite underscore rewind. Don't tweet as much as I used to. Uh, look for me on blue sky, infinite dash rewind. Um, that's where I do most of my social stuff. Uh, and hopefully i'll be doing podcasts i also i also do a podcast about movies uh that's called free reeling it you can find that on blue sky twitter at free reeling it i think uh, we also have a tumblr as well uh free reeling it there and that's really it right now uh so shout outs you ever want to talk i'll talk obviously <laughs> <laughs> he's a man of few words folks no, but no, follow Matt. he is awesome and the podcasting world is better when he's a part of it thank you todd i appreciate that mm-hmm. mark you can find me at uh, mostly instagram and threads is, uh, and hanging out in our discord channel at the underscore canardian uh everywhere yeah excellent and you ask what's uh, your favorite color true yes. <laughs> <laughs> and myself uh i'm mostly on threads instagram these days uh at tioxtra at secret friends unite is our handles there i'm still on twitter just it's just a place to put stuff out and still make sure uh people are, are knowing we're there so that is it for our show thank you all this was a pleasure and remember folks it's always better to game together This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.